Well, hey there, and welcome to the Voices of Social Change podcast. This is the only podcast dedicated to you, the social entrepreneur, the cause-based movement leader, the change agent. This podcast features the best interviews with the leading change agents around the world. We want to talk to them, have them share their stories, and find out why they are a voice for social change. Love that little song. Just wanted to go ahead and get us started out that way with some positive, upbeat vibes coming at you. This again is the Voices of Social Change podcast. I'm your host, Josh Shookman. As uh, we've recently mentioned on one of our first podcasts, this is part of a rebranding of a former podcast that was known as the Social Biz Showcase. Rebranded it as the Voices of Social Change. All of this is put on by us at socialchangenation.com. Social Change Nation is the community for social entrepreneurs and cause-based leaders. We exist so that change agents who want to make a dollar and a difference have access to the best resources and insight on the planet. That's what we're all about at Social Change Nation, but Voices of Social Change is is really just giving that movement and that cause a voice. So we're going, we're seeking out the world's leading change agents, talking to them, having them share their stories right here with you. Now, the first few interviews that I have, I'll actually be dropping this audio file in in front of them. So again, this is part of a rebrand. So some of the interviews I've done, you will hear me mention the Social Biz Showcase. Just know that that is part of as we're we're transitioning in the rebrand. We still have some great stories under the Social Biz Showcase that were not published. I want to now publish them under the Voices of Social Change umbrella. But like I said, as a result of that, you'll hear me mention mention the Social Biz Showcase in those podcasts oftentimes. That'll be probably happening here for just a few weeks, but go ahead and uh, just want to get you listening to this and directed in on what we're up to over here. So I'm going to go ahead now and drop in an interview. We will be with you. Voices of Social Change will be with you three days out of the week, generally Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday and Wednesday will be our interviews, and Friday I'll come back at you and I'll have a recap podcast. I'll address questions from Social Change Nation that we run into on our discussion boards within our community, and that'll be really the direction of the podcast through the week. So sit back, relax, and tune in for this great interview we have for you coming up next. Hey again, Change Nation, and welcome to the Social Biz Showcase, podcasting proudly from the Kansas City Startup Village. I'm your host, Josh Shookman, and today we have a a really terrific interview along our series of nonprofits that have kind of that hybrid model, that that revenue-generating model. I'm here with Shauna Goodwin of Thistle Farms uh, in my former hometown of Nashville, Tennessee. (laughs) So we're connecting on Skype, uh, making me miss Nashville, actually. But Shauna is a sales rep uh, for Thistle Farms, and she's also a 2013 graduate of their Magdalene program, which I'll have her talk to you a little bit more about that. But here's just a quick bit about Thistle Farms. 
Um, it was founded in 1997 by Becca Stevens, who's an Episcopal priest on Vanderbilt University's campus. Magdalene is a residential program, and Thistle Farms is their social enterprise. Thistle Farms is run by the women of Magdalene, and um, by hand, the women create natural bath and body products that are as good for the earth as they are for the body. Purchases of all products at Thistle Farms directly benefit the women by whom they were made. And in addition to these great products uh, through Thistle Farms, uh, the women gain much-needed job skills and learn responsibility and cooperation. So, Shauna, I've shared with my listeners just a quick bit about you and Thistle Farms, but why don't you go ahead and take it away now and talk to us a bit about you personally and unpack a little bit more about Thistle Farms. Okay, um, great. Thanks for um, having us interviewing me today. So, uh I describe myself as a survivor today. For so many years, I was a victim, but today I introduced myself as a survivor and a 2013 graduate of the Magdalene program, which I am very proud of. It has not always been that way. Um, I was in active addiction for 22 years. I was trafficked at the age of 12 by a family member and ended up with a pimp and trafficked all across the United States. In 2010, I was really tired and ended up in jail, and I had asked a public defender to get me into this Magdalene house. I had kept hearing about this Magdalene house, and it was a two-year free program for women from the streets, women just like me with the same issues that I had. And he said there was a long waiting list, and I would probably have to wait to get in. And I said, that's okay, because jail was the only safe place I'd ever known, the only place I'd never been raped. Um, I also have to mention that I was molested at an early age by my grandfather. None of these things ever happened to me in jail, so I could kind of be just okay and get my thoughts together. Finally, the Magdalene House picked me up, and I got really scared. <laughs> I have trust no one tattooed across my chest, and I wasn't sure what was going to happen, whether I was going to stay or go. But there was a bigger picture involved, and I did stay and eventually made it to Thistle Farms, where I have to tell you also, I have a sixth grade education before coming into Magdalene, and I was afforded the opportunity to get a GED and go to Belmont for computers on Fridays. And they asked me, did I want to join the sales team at Thistle Farms here, where we make our all-natural baths and body products. And I was amazed. I was like, they want me. Do they know that I have been on the streets my whole life and I don't have an education? And they're like, that's okay. Yes, we want you. And I have to tell you, the biggest lie that was ever told in my whole life was that I was stupid. Starting very young, I was told I was stupid, and I believed it. And that's such a lie. Without Magdalene and Thistle Farms, I would have been stuck in that lie. But now today, I know I'm smart. I know I'm a survivor, and I know I have a plan and a purpose. And that's what I do here at Thistle Farms is I share my story as much as I can to let people know that this does exist, that there is little girls going through the same situation that I went through. And then women on the streets, uh, there's trafficking going on every day in your backyard. And we are women and we are people. We want to be loved just like anyone else. I believe that no little girl grows up and wants to be a prostitute. I believe a series of events takes place in her life 
that leads her down that path. So it takes a whole community to bring her back in love. And that's what we believe here at Thistle Farms is love without judgment. And we believe that love heals. Terrific. Well, that's a powerful story. And and I really appreciate you sharing so openly. It's not only my story. It's a million women's stories all across the United States. A lot of women are hopeless. And so I want to tell the story for them. I want to be a voice for other women who feel that they don't have a voice because I was that woman. What would you say is the, the mantra of Thistle Farms or the Magdalene House? Love heals. Love heals. <laughs> love heals. Love it. Terrific. Terrific stuff. Yes. So they loved me until I could learn to love myself. And that's what they do. It's a community and we bring women in two years free of charge and we just want them to be okay. And we believe in a housing first model. So with myself being on the street since the age of 12, if you would have brought me in a 28 day program and told me to heal and then get a job with 167 arrests on my background due to being trafficked, that would have never worked. I would have been right out doing the only thing that I knew to do to pay this money for these houses. So we believe that that is a very important piece. And we have an 84% success rate with this model. So we are inviting other cities, Kansas City, if they would like to come down to our education and outreach or our conference that we're having and learn this model and take it back to their communities, we would love that. Well, I, I would love it too. And, and we can definitely connect off. I'd, in fact, I'd like to connect offline afterwards and see, uh, see what I can do to help make that happen. Because, yes, yeah, that'd be great. Some tremendous work. Well, well great stuff. Well, well I, I, don't, I definitely think that this story will continue to weave through the interview. Um, but I do want to chat a little bit in terms of, of Thistle Farms and how everything works. You define Thistle Farms as your social enterprise or the social venture of, of Magdalene House. What would you say, and I think it's pretty clear, but I just kind of want to hear it in your own words, what distinguishes the work at Thistle Farms as a social enterprise versus a traditional enterprise? Oh, my goodness. So you have to understand that you have women like myself who have never had a job before, who have 167 arrests on their record, who have never um, held down a job. And so you're bringing them in and... Really, they're healing from all different sorts of things. So that's going on in the midst of all this. And we have these beautiful healing products that are going on and being made. And um, it's about the women. The products are really great. Yes, they're healing products. They're all natural and they're beautiful. But it's so much more than just the products going on here. It's bringing women in. It's restoring hope. It's restoring healing. It's making them feel worthwhile about themselves, that they're doing something. So it coincides with the Magdalene House. I can remember when I got my first paycheck. I was so excited. I took a picture of it. And I was like, wow, this is really mine? Can I get to keep it? Wow. So, Hello, Shauna. Yeah. Hey, I'm back. Okay. Did that answer your question? That did. Yes. Uh, let's okay. see. I doesn't look like I have video. Do you? No. Okay. Well, we kind of <laughs> we kind of know the scenery now. I think so. Okay. This um and a lot of times without video too, you get a little more bandwidth, so we shouldn't shouldn't have another drop call. But 
Um, okay. So what I'll do, and I can edit out this little part here. Um, let's see. I'm just trying to find. So you just answered. Okay. Yeah. So you answered the social versus traditional enterprise. I think. Um, well, and of course you have to add in that we're not for profit. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we'll, so we'll actually talk, that was actually going to be my next question. So I think, I think I got the full answer to the to traditional okay. enterprise or uh, the nonprofit will come up in just a minute. Um, okay. let me go ahead and just move on. There's one other question before that. So I'll, I'll ask with that. Okay. So Shauna, that, that was a terrific answer there. And I, I love this idea of how I think it's, it's, it's the story uh, above all that really distinguishes the, the, the social venture. I wonder if you can talk to us in, in, in this, this linkage between women in healing and then products that are healing products, I think is, is really important and really key. So can you take us to the story, you know, how the organization Thistle Farms, how they decided to focus on that particular product line, in other words, healing products, how did that come about? Why did they decide in that to work in that specific area and, and, and with those kinds of products versus any other kind of product? Well, I believe it came from what a better way than women's bath and body products. They just make you feel good about yourself and make you feel beautiful. So it's about it's about bringing women together to make a healing product. Um, I know after a long day, there's nothing that feels better than a relaxing bath just to just kind of unwind. And then what a better way than these women to make these beautiful products. And it's just, I believe that women have more likes than they do differences all around the world, not only here. And I believe there's a common bond that links us together. And I just believe that what a better way than a beautiful bath and body product, right? Terrific. And you're mixing your hands and all these oils in these healing properties and, um, the thistle is representative of our company. We believe the thistle is representative of women. Um, it has a deep tap root. It is prickly to the touch, but when it blooms, it's a beautiful purple center. And we found out that it is um, healing properties for the liver. And I believe, I'm not, I don't want to give the percentage because I'm not sure, but a lot of women here have hepatitis C, and I know thistle is good for the healing of the liver. Okay. Okay. Got it. And so talking about the model that you all have pursued, you mentioned um, just before we, we had a little hiccup on the call that Thistle is structured as a, as a nonprofit organization, but it sounds like some of the work you're doing is also revenue generating for the nonprofit. So can you talk to us about the, the model that you all have pursued at Thistle Farms? Well, you have to understand that we have six houses that are running year round. Women come in for two years free of charge, and that means they pay nothing. These women have not been to the doctor. I, myself, I can speak for myself. I had not been to the doctor, so you're going to have that going on. A lot of women need teeth. They need glasses, um, uh, therapy. I know Magdalene House still helps me out with the sexual assault center and my therapy and my healing. So this funding is going right back into these six houses and to help these women because they don't pay a dime out of pocket. There's even an IDA match program when you leave. I know I saved um, $1,200 and they matched that and I got to buy a vehicle when I left the program. There's also that opportunity for the women and you have to understand that we're paying 60 women's employment. So 60 women are employed and so all this goes right back into the program into paying the women and so there's not really a 
well, there's not any profit <laughs> going on there. It's all about the women. That's the bottom line. There's a double bottom line there. Right. And 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 you don't have to share any specifics you're not comfortable with, but I would I would imagine that you know the, the the revenue generating piece is a percentage, and then the is a percentage of the budget, and then there are also donations and community support that come in as well. Is is that is that right? We don't take federal, state, or government funding, so we run all of this with the sale of our products and private donations and a fundraiser that we have once a year. Okay, perfect. Well, no, I, I really appreciate you sharing that because the, the reason for my question is a lot of the organizations that listen in are exploring models like that and would like to have a, yes. a model where they're able to um, fund some of their own programs in the same way. So that, that's that's why I ask is because I think it's important. Okay, so that's why we have the education and outreach. We offer this once a month. You can go on the website and find that and we invite you to come here to Nashville to spend the day and we are going to open the books up to you. We'll give you the recipes. We'll take you to the program. Anything that you need to take this back to your community, we are we welcome it. We welcome it. It's an 84% success rate. We need help in this movement. So we invite everyone to come to Thistle Farms and replicate the model in their own cities. Wow. Well, that that I think is is amazingly valuable, and and that's honestly yeah. the first time I've run into that. But that is so critically important. I think, or, or you know, so yeah, we've had six sister houses uh, that have come up due to this education and outreach and uh, our conference that happens once a year, and it's coming up in October, the fundraiser and the conference, and it's October fourteenth, two thousand fourteenth is our fundraiser and. The conference, what is the dates? Is the 12th. So it's the 12th, 13th, and the 14th that ends with our fundraiser at the Ryman Auditorium. And I'm telling you, it's just amazing to see the whole thing come together. And you're all invited. <laughs> well, well, sounds terrific. And, and Sean, I'll connect with you afterwards, too, and make sure that I can you know, get that information and post that on my website. Okay. So anyone That's listening, great. a lot of times they'd be listening in a car or something like that. So if you are doing that, um, I will put that on the website so you can click into that information. Um, and and link up with that, but that's that's terrific, and I think I think that's hugely important, and that's really what what we're about at Social Change Nation too, in in, in a way, is this idea of building this community and starting this dialogue. Because when you have a model that that is so successful in helping so many people, uh, as is Thistle Farms, I think it it, it is important, and it, it's so great to hear that you all are really wanting to spread that model and 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 cause people to bring that model to their own cities. I think that's so important and and such a big need out there uh, is is yes, that yes. that education piece. And so it, it's really really amazing I think that you guys are are doing that and and very important um, for everyone listening. Founder Becca Stevens, she uh, has a saying that that I have taken on that I love and it says if you want to kill a village, you rape the women. If you want to heal a village, you heal the women. And I believe that is so true. That is so true. And we're about healing women everywhere. I know for me, whenever I see a woman on the street, my heart just aches because I know what she's going through and I can feel it. And she is me and I am her. And I want to save everyone. But then you have to say, save them for what? To do what? There has to be the housing first model because you have to first have somewhere to be. And then if you're going to really care about women, you're going to care about their economic well-being as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's where Thistle Farms comes in. Absolutely. And can you, I, I, I'm certain there are lots of, of amazing stories. Can you zero in on, on one story, one accomplishment of Thistle Farms that you would say you're most proud of? Me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. I mean, uh, this, yes. And, and honestly, I never thought this life was possible for me. Like I said, um, I was... I was born addicted to drugs. My mother's a drug addict and molested by my grandfather and introduced to drugs by my mother at the age of 12 and traded to a drug dealer, ended on the streets, um, trafficked all across the United States. I was so hopeless. I was hopeless and I thought I was worthless. And I thought the world thought I was worthless until coming to Magdalene and Thistle Farms and really understanding the true meaning of love and healing. I don't know where I would be, but you also have to understand that I know that there's other women out there just like me. And then I'm like, wow, we have to tell them all. And so whatever I have to do. If it's a Skype interview, if it's to sell a lip balm, a candle, whatever it is that I can do, then then that's what my purpose and plan is today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and with Thistle Farms, uh, we know with any kind of a, a venture like this, uh, there will be lots of success stories, but there will inevitably be a setback or two. So can you talk to us about a, a setback that, that you see that the organization has had and how you all recovered from that? Well, I mean, the uh, relapse is always is always going to be there um, as long as you have addiction relapse. But um, as far as setbacks, there's always a way back. You're always you're never um, kicked out or never taken away from Thistle Farms or Magdalene. There's always a way back. You might have to work to get back, but there's a way back. We don't just stop loving women because they have a setback. I mean, you have to understand a woman who's all she's ever known for 22 years is addiction. And then she has this life set before. And so that that is just a part of it. That is a part of it. But that's okay because we can move past that and move on. Does, did that make sense? No, that, that does. That does. And I think that's that's huge insight uh, for, for anyone working in this space because a lot of the organizations that, that I work with really do um, work with, with individuals who have uh, a lot of challenges in their lives. And those challenges... Right. You have people that are dealing with, with serious issues and some of it sometimes feels like it's so hard and you can't deal with it and then you think the drugs is the only way to deal with it and then it just spirals you back down even worse and then so we don't want to kick you down we want to love you back to life and let you know that you are loved and you are worthy see that's what takes place here is we love women until they're able to love themselves and that's not going to happen overnight it's a transformation that takes place. That's why the two years is so important. Yeah. Well, I think that that's, that's a key. You, you, you've really hit a key lesson for, for anyone tuning in, working in, in, a, in a similar space, is, is the idea of having those foundational pieces in place. You've mentioned housing several times, this long-term commitment, but more importantly than, than all of that, this commitment to love through it all. Right. I think is is hugely important and and a big message and lesson to anyone looking to bring something like this uh, to their community. So yeah. yeah, it's the true meaning of love without judgment. I was at a um, 
speaking one one day and this woman I said it's love without judgment and she said that's easier said than done and I said no it's easier done than said <laughs> wow that's... she just kind of looked at me <laughs> yeah so well, that's that's powerful right there I've, I've never heard that flip that way I, I really like that though well so so great so so Sean I I, I really appreciate you sharing um, just so openly this this story and and some of the practical decisions that you all have made in, in thistle farms in terms of you know the, the the product that you're working with and how those practical decisions really tie back into the the overall um, philosophy and, and heart I do want to say when you um I want to say this first. When you asked about our success, you know, we hit $1 million in sales this year. And it's not all about me. I'm not the only success here. There are so many women here that were involved in making this happen. And that's amazing, too, that you take a company like this, a nonprofit, a social enterprise, and women coming from the streets. And we run every aspect of this company. We run shipping, market, marketing, packaging, labeling, everything from A to Z. And we took a company and it hit the million dollar mark this year. And that is an accomplishment in itself. Yeah. I, I, and I'm really glad you mentioned that, that, that email actually hit my inbox today. <laughs> and yes, um, and you, yeah. you were featured in that, Shauna. So I, I love that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I, I love seeing that and, and celebrating that success. But I think you've also hit on a, on a key point here. I try to ask basically that, you know, I interview folks from all over the world in this working in this area. And I try to ask the same set of questions. And as I ask those questions, I hear themes develop. And one of the biggest themes that I hear develop is, is around that question of success. I, I also listen to a lot of other business podcasts. And a lot of times, you know, when they ask that success question, it will always be tied back to, you know, the economic performance of the organization or, or something like that. And I understand that that's important. Certainly, I, we have to have that. And certainly you, you highlight that and celebrate it. But Folks that are involved in, in the social enterprise space, they might mention that, but more importantly than that, on the success, they will always mention the stories and the personal impact that they've had. And I think that's a really important distinction for us who are working in social enterprise is that that is how we measure success. We really measure it in terms of life change. And you've really expressed that here. And I think that's an important lesson for anyone listening in that uh, as a social enterprise that needs to be your focus, and that needs to be how you view success centrally. Yes, that needs the stories are really important when it comes. I'm sorry to interrupt you, no. but for the sale of our products, so there's a lotion, and um, it's a really good lotion. But you have to know when you're buying this lotion that you're also giving so much more. You're allowing a woman a job for that day. You're allowing another woman to earn a paycheck. You're allowing housing for a woman. So these products and these stories are tied together. It's not just a lotion. It's a lotion. It's love. And it's a story. Yeah. I, I love what you just said. It's lotion. It's love. And it's a story. I, that's, yes. that's huge. I, I love that. And, and being able to, I think for anyone listening, um, Shauna, you've just given a, a very great and very specific example of how you have woven your story and your heart for what you're doing into the product you have to offer. And that's huge. But I also want to highlight that it is very clear I mean, anyone listening uh, hears how genuine you are with that and hears your heart in that. And 
I say that just to say that anyone who is looking to do this, make sure that that's there for you, because I have seen organizations where that's not the case and they're almost using that story to put their product above. And uh, you have to make sure that it is something that really lines up with with who you are as an organization and where your passions are, which, like I said, Shauna, you've demonstrated that very clearly how you all are doing that yes. at, at Thistle Farms. And I, I just want that to be an example for folks um, in terms of, of how they structure their organizations, that that has to be central. Yeah. So, right. Because it's not even my story anymore. It belongs to every woman who's out there in the street. It's our story. It's a universal story. And that is very important. And that's what allows me to keep keep going and keep telling the story and keep growing is is knowing that part of the story. Yeah. And, and that's that's another huge point here, too, is is, is we in, in social ventures, we're not creating an individual pro- project or, or product. We're creating movements. Our yes, goal is to get people involved and, and to to make this a shared story. And you, yes. you have to do that to actually grow an organization like this. Yes. Um, and yeah, so really powerful. One more thing I want to point out. Since you said shared, it hit a key with me. You know, we started our Shared Trade Alliance. Um, we're starting it up and it's going to be amazing. It's uh women from everywhere coming together for economic independence and it's going to be amazing so i tell everyone to look forward for that in the future terrific and um i will like i said i'll have a link now was that something that will be posted on i'm sure you post some information on your website yeah it came with the email today oh it did okay terrific yeah, well i good. yeah i'll i'll keep hold of that email and i'll put links to all of that then in, in the show notes so folks can click on it yeah and buy this a farm product <laughs> sound well i'll make that very clear in my podcast yeah. too I'll, I'll, I'll give a link to that in the in the show yeah, notes. we just took on uh, i believe it was six new women came in this morning and so finding placement for these women is very important important. And so the more people buy the products, then that allows a woman a job. So that's a very, that's the most important piece because it's about the women. And, and, and real quick, I, I, from kind of a logistical question, I, I know they could buy the products directly from you all. Are there retail channels we can also get Thistle Farms products? Oh, I'd love for you to say that. You know, I'm in the wholesale. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I work. And yes, we are in 376 stores across the United States. And there is a link on our website. There's a find a store locator. Or you can call Shauna at Thistle Farms if you know of a store that would be a great fit for our products. And I would love to chat with you about that. Terrific. Well, and I'll, I'll put a link directly to that locator as well okay. so folks can find find stores near them. But all, as always, you know, Change Nation, the best way you can link up directly on the website too and, and, and find whatever you're looking for there as well. Yeah. So, yeah, great stuff. Well, 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 Shauna, I, again, I just really appreciate you sharing so openly with your heart in this and um, just some, I think, very, also very practical bits of information for anyone listening who wants to start an organization like this. And, and like I said, I'll put uh, notes to everything that we've talked about here so people can link up with that. I want to move into my last section here, though, which what I do is I just gives me a quick uh, few minutes here to just throw some kind of quick questions at you and, and get some just quick tidbits of advice and, and different resources for my audience um, as they're looking to actually implement something like this in their community and create this, this kind of a movement. So you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, sounds good. Shauna, what, what's the best book you've ever read? Snake oil. Snake oil. Sounds yes. good. Um, and I will, do you remember who that's by? 
Becca Stevens. Becca Stevens. Oh, <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> it's a wonderful book, uh, and it kind of t- talks about the startup and what brought her into this kind of work in her life. And I know there's a little bit of my story in there as well, and some of the other ladies. And it's really amazing. It's it's a must-have. It's snake oil. Great. I will um, I will definitely put a link to that in the notes as yes. well, and I'll uh, be on the lookout for that myself. What's And look forward. There's a new book coming out this year, too, so you're going to look forward for that one. Keep an eye out. Sounds good. We'll, we'll do. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? The best piece of advice I have ever received. Oh, gosh. Sit still. <laughs> when, when, when you don't know what else, and I'm serious, when I didn't, when I first came in the program and I didn't know what else to do, I, they told me just sit down. And really, if you don't have a place to just sit down and belong and be still, then nothing else can happen. Exactly. Right. Love, love that. What's your favorite tool that you're using right now to grow the work of Thistle Farms? My favorite love heals. I'm love. Just just loving ladies right where they're at, no matter and not judging them, no matter if they're in the street, if they want out of the street. Uh, just loving them, just loving them till they love themselves. And and change nation. I, I really want to sit here for one second with what what Sean has just said because I think it is so vitally important when especially when you are creating a social venture that is designed to give people an opportunity who have not had that otherwise so so we've we've had interviews for example with social ventures that reach out to to guys coming directly out of prison and and shauna has shared with us a, a very specific story here and so often as you hear the stories of the the people that are, are working in those organizations and are touched by those organizations, what they will say, what you will hear them say is that this is the first organization, this is the first group of people in a very long time that believed in me and gave me an opportunity. And that don't discount the power of that tool and, and, and the ability of just that simple fact, believing in somebody, loving somebody through it all. Don't underestimate the power of that to spark social change. Uh, right. And so, so Shawnee, you've, you've, love is the strongest force for healing in the world. A, absolutely, it is, and and it has to be at the center of any kind of a venture like this. If it isn't, I, I don't see how it could succeed. Right. So, love, love that. Terrific stuff. So, what is a? Now, you don't have to tell us about any competition or anything like that, but what is a social venture outside of Thistle Farms that you think my listeners ought to, ought to take a look at and learn the story of? A social venture outside of Thistle Farms. Magdalene House. Magdalene House. <laughs> That'll Magdalene work. Magdalene House. And, yeah, and our national, our national conference and shared trade. Shared trade is going to be – It's um, so what we're doing in, in that – I don't really have a lot of the logistics on it, and I don't want to say it wrong, but shared trade. It's going to be separate from Thistle Farms, and what it is, it's um, women from Ghana, from uh, Rwanda with geranium are afforded an opportunity to bring their products into the United States, and there's going to be a website, and it's going to be kind of separate, and it's social healing and change. It's going to be great. Love that. Shared trade. Okay. Put the link up. Sounds good. I, I will get, get them links to all that so they can check it out. Okay, last last one before I, I close this out. What is the first thing everyone can do right now to start changing the world? 
byproduct. <laughs> Seriously, that's serious. You laugh, but I'm serious. We had six new women come in today. So if six people send an order in for six lotions, then that gives an opportunity for women. I'm going to tell you, she comes in. She's never had a job before. She's scared. So we have a recipe book and a job ticket. And the older women bring her in and help her and train her in the manufacturing facility. And there's just a lot of love and a lot of healing going on there. And so the first thing that that we need is product sales. Sales is what keeps these women coming in and healing and growing. Yeah, no, I I love that, and and I I laugh just at the the quickness at your response and, yeah. and the attitude behind it. But don't don't think that I I did not take it seriously <laughs> because absolutely I I am one hundred percent on the same page with you. And 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 Change Nation, I really really want to highlight that to you. I, I think we are by and large most folks who are tuning in. You're on the same page with me on this, but this is an idea that you need to spread to your communities and don't be afraid to spread it. There is nothing wrong with promoting the things that we are doing to help the people we are helping. There's nothing wrong with that. There's everything right about it. And you you should not be ashamed of promoting the causes that you believe in and that you know are important and that you know are helping people. So so Shauna's response here is, is really huge. And it's a huge message for all of us because I know I used to be this way, especially working in the nonprofit space. I was shy about promoting a lot of the things that I was doing until I really connected it in my head that the things that I was promoting were so important for the people that I was helping. And Shauna, you have a very clear sense of that. Um, If you would have seen these ladies' faces when they came in this morning and it was their first day on the job and you can see the excitement. There's also a little bit of fear and they were telling them which departments they were going to. One was going to manufacturing. One was going to go into the studios next door. One was going to events packing. And they're just kind of looking like, wow. You know, and it's each one, teach one, and reaching back. Right. Yeah, exactly. And 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 I, I, I love that. And I love the message that you're sharing with us. And, and not to mention, you all have some really amazing products as well. <laughs> yes, so, they're really good. Yeah, yeah. So great yeah. stuff. Well, well, Shauna, before I close everything out, I just want to give you the last word here, uh, give you the chance to just share any any other thoughts you'd like to with my audience and then anything else you'd like to let us know in terms of reaching back out to you. But I will put links to everything we talked about in the show notes. Yeah, um, just the national conference dates, and that's going to be October 12th through the 14th with our fundraiser, and that fundraiser is very important. That's what um, keeps us going throughout the year in the slow months. Um and just love heels. Just love heels. I love it. Well, uh, and of course, byproduct. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna beat it to death. Don't 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 ever apologize for that. And that's that's I like I said, my message to my listeners too is never apologize for yes. promoting a cause that you believe in and that you know is changing lives. So, right. Shauna, on behalf of, of Social Change Nation, I, I just want to thank you for your time, your generosity with your story and, and your insight. I, I know that it will be tremendous information for my listeners as they, they seek to run similar things in their communities or, or maybe even a, uh, a branch of what you all are up to, a branch of Magdalene, as yeah, you had, yeah, as you had mentioned. So <laughs> love that. But thank yeah. you. Thank you again. And uh, Change Nation, keep it real. Thanks.